The Gemara in Brachos, Daf brings down the Pasuk from our Parsha, Parsha Kedoshim. The Pasuk says in Parakitas, Pasuk Chavav, Don't eat Al Hadam, don't eat on the blood. The Gemara has many different uh, interpretations of what this Pasuk means, but the Gemara in Brachos says, Don't eat before you daven for your blood. So it sounds like a person is not allowed to eat before davening. And the Gemara brings another pasuk: "Am Rav Yitzchak, Am Rav Yechonon, Am Rav Yosi, Rav Chinin, Meshem of Elazar ben Yaakov, Kol Aichel v'Shoisev Achach Mespalel." Someone who eats and drinks and then he davens, Allah Akos of Oimer. On him, the pasuk says, "V'Oisi Hishlachta Achre Gavecha." You're throwing me after your back. Atikre Gavecha. Don't read it as that you're throwing me behind your back. Elagayecha after your haughtiness. And this gives us an ex- explanation for this halacha. Am Rav Kadosh Baruch Hu la'Achar Shetizgazeh. After that, this person, he does a hoardy thing. He eats. He takes care of himself first. Now he's accepting upon himself all Malchus Shemayim. He's going to be an Eved Hashem. Why did he not do that first? And therefore, it shows a lack of priorities by eating. It shows a gaiva by eating before davening. So, in reality, there are two different sources for this halacha. Number one is the Lois Soichel HaHadam. It sounds like you can't eat anything. And this second source of Oisi Yishlachta Achari Gavecha, Tikri Gavecha Legeecha, that indicates that there's only an issue when it comes to Achila Shel Taiva. That when Shetizgazet, this person was hoardy, he cared about himself first, then there's an issue. So this is in fact brought down by the Rosh. He brings down from the Rav Yad, the Avi Ezri, and he says that the Pasuk of the Sefer Adam is not really a a, a, a drush on a deraisa level. It's only an asmachta. The pasuk is telling me many other things. It's not a, a, a din deraisa. It's a asmachta, and the the meat of this halacha is really based on the pasuk of oisi shlachta and therefore the only issue really is a shtiya shogaiva, someone who drinks with with a, a beverage that we consider a shtiya shogaiva, which we did not explain yet. However, when it comes to drinking water, the Rosh, quoting the Avi Ezri, says there's no problem. A person's allowed to drink water before davening because that is not considered a shtia shogaiva. That's not considered drinking uh, to, to to care about your own priorities first. You're doing it because you're thirsty, you need a drink, but it's not considered a shtia shogaiva. This is brought down in the Shulchan Aruch, in the of Gimel. He says... In the middle of, of the uh, Sif, he says, should I eat or drink before davening? Water is mutter, lishtois, koidem, tefillah. A person is allowed to drink water before davening. But later, after the Shulchan Aruch, they bring down that coffee will be the same thing. They say, tea and coffee, mutter, this is the Mishabura, mutter, lishtois, koidem, tefillah. The same way they allowed water in the times of the rush. So, in the, by the, in the times of the Achronim, they said a person is allowed to drink coffee, since this will help him have kavana, interesting, and befrat, that especially in places where people are accustomed to drinking coffee in the morning, and if they don't have their morning fix, they're not going to have kavana, and since coffee is not really a shtia, shogaiva, it's a regular daily drink that people drink in the morning, so then Halachically, it's mother. However, the Mishabura famously says a person should not add milk or sugar. Then he brings down that people don't care about it. They have milk and sugar. The later Achronim say, where people are accustomed to drinking uh, coffee with milk and sugar. So 
it would be the same thing as the Mr. Brewer's coffee, which would be mutter before davening. Rapelski that's all. He added that for uh, younger children, perhaps an orange juice or a hot cocoa would be considered their morning drink, depending on the child. That would also be considered part of the hetter, the the broad ranging hetter of the ravia. That as long as it's not a shtia shel gaiva, as long as it's not considered a drink, a beverage of gaiva of haughtiness, it will be mutter to drink before davening. The person can point out, let's say a fancier drink, even though technically it's called a coffee, let's say you get into a cappuccino, frappuccino, a latte, the fancier drinks in Starbucks or your other favorite uh, coffee house. So then you're running into a Shiloh where really the Mishabura is not make on milk and sugar. You want to say today your regular coffee and shul, people are drinking milk and sugar, and that's how they, uh, they enter into davening. But to go out of your way to get a frappuccino or a cappuccino, you're choosing the fancier drink that, that would really get into the territory of Shtia Shalgaiva, and that should be avoided. If it's a drink mix that just happens to have extra sugar, and they call it a cappuccino, but it tastes like coffee, perhaps one could be mako, and they, they would assume that that is just regular coffee with just a fancier a fancier name. But once you start adding whipped cream and caramel sauce, then you know you're not a, you're not drinking your basic coffee to get you into, into davening. The Shulchan Aruch in Sivdal, it says, Hatsameh, and arrive, someone who's thirsty or very hungry, he's also considered a chayla. Uh, and he said before that anything that's being eaten or drinking for rafua is mutter. So a few halachas based on this. Number one, if someone needs to eat right away in the morning for rafua purposes, so then it's mutter they can eat before davening. Additionally, there's a question, halacha, let's say you have someone who's on a diet where they have to constantly be eating, they're eating six meals a day, uh, small meals, or the like. So the person can say it depends. If they're doing it for overall health, so then that would be under the umbrella of Rafua, that this person needs to lose weight or needs to be in shape. And if they're going to not eat in the morning, they're going to wait until after the evening, so they're going to have their, their coffee, their their uh, their Danish and shul, it's going to be a problem. And therefore for them, it's better for them to eat their health granola bar right away in the morning. So that would also be considered lerufua. Again, a person should ask a shayla, but depending on why they are on a diet, if stop, a person's a bodybuilder, so it would be difficult to say I'm doing a lerufua, and they would probably have to wait until after the evening before eating breakfast. But someone who has health issues, and they know if they don't eat right away in the morning, it's going to cause problems later on in the day in their appetite, in how they eat and what they eat, so that would be under the umbrella of Rafua, and it would be Mutter. If you look at the Shulchan Aruch and Sivdal, he says that if a person is able to have Kavana, and by davening, and he could push off uh, the eating, that's the best thing to do. But let's say a person will not be able to have Kavana, so then you could eat before davening, because that, through that, you'll be able to daven like a mensch. The Paiskin debate, they're not talking about davening. What about davening b'tzibur? Meaning a person wakes up, let's say, 7 o'clock in the morning, or this comes up on Shabbos. Let's say his, his shul davens at 9 o'clock. So he knows that if I have to wait until 11.30 to eat uh, for Kiddush, I'm not going to be able to have kavana. Now, he's up at 7 o'clock. He could daven himself at home and then eat, and he'll be fine. So what's better? To daven be chidus and, and uh, not eat before davening, or to eat before davening, but get tefillah b'tzibur, and, and daven with a minion. So the Mishnah clearly says, Tzilu B'tzibor does not hold weight 
against this halacha. This halacha is very serious. It's based on the pasuk, and therefore it's better to miss minyan and not eat before davening. So let's say a person is in a, in a community where they only daven at nine o'clock, and he gets hungry. He cannot wait until eleven thirty to uh, to to eat. According to the mishabura, he should eat before davening. I'm sorry. He should, he should daven bechidus and then eat, and that's the way he should he should uh, conduct himself. Others argue. The Hasidim definitely argue on this, and many of them will eat uh, cookies in the morning before before davening. They're not going to daven at home, but this is one of the points of d- dispute. Why you'll see in different communities people do different things, but the conventional psak from the Litvish, in the Litvish world is that one should daven biachidus instead of having to eat before davening. There's a, another line which perhaps would would shed light on this heter that people. Not the heter, but the custom that people—not custom—the way people conduct themselves, and they'll have their entomins donut before davening on Shabbos morning. So, just to be malamit tzchos again, it's not mutter. Person should daven first. However, there's a line when it comes to other halachas. There's another halacha when it comes to davening that a person is not allowed to travel. One is not allowed to travel or do their asakim to do their activity, their own activity before davening. So, there's two different uh, stories. Brought down. One is from the Satmar Rebbe, that when they were they were finishing the construction of Kiryas so many people were traveling back and forth from Williamsburg to Kiryas and they asked they asked the Rebbe, is it is it permitted to leave Williamsburg and drive to Kiryas and only daven shachris there, or does a person have a chiv to daven first? The halacha is you're not allowed to travel before davening. So the Rebbe said in Yiddish, he said that it's uh, it's better to to food and find davening. Then davenin fadin fulin. It's better to travel before you daven than to daven before you travel. What does that mean? So when a person travels before they daven, so on one hand, it shows a lack of priorities. You're not taking care of davening first. But on the other hand, they'll be able to daven like a mensch. They'll get there on time. Let's say a person works in Manhattan. He's he's driving from Brooklyn or wherever, wherever he's going into Manhattan. He's able to daven in Manhattan like a mensch. But someone who is is davenin fadin fulin, he's davening before he travels, he's looking at the clock the entire time, and he's going to be thinking about traveling. There's a similar story brought down the Hashuk Echemer. Rav Zilberstein brings down that there was a, a Chaban, a milkman, that asked Rav Shmuel Misalant if he could deliver milk before davening, or should he have to daven at the earliest minion and deliver milk afterwards. So he told him, no, deliver milk first. First of all, there's a Tzarech Rabin, but second of all, otherwise, he's going, he's going to be davening thinking about milk. It's better to be giving out milk and thinking about davening, and to be davening and giving out milk. So you see this concept. Now, does this apply to achila? Not necessarily. There's different halachas when it comes to when it comes to being when it comes to traveling. The halacha is a person is allowed to travel to get tefillah betzibar. So you see, traveling before davening is not as stringent as eating before davening. But this is another limitzchus that if a person is going to be looking at the clock the entire davening, thinking about food, you're better off eating a little bit in the morning and then davening later. However, the debate is. Shouldn't the person just daven yechidus? And that's where the Mishabura and uh, clearly says yes. Others would say no. And we'll see an- another uh, example of this would be a child going to yeshiva or going to, to school. So children under 13, so for them, there'll be no reason to be machmer in this. Let them eat breakfast in the morning. We see in other places in halacha, there's no problem when it comes to eating before davening, eating before mitzvah, eating before kiddush when it comes to young children, because that's part of their, their growth, and we don't try to uh, limit them in their food intake. However, a 13-year-old boy is chayv and mitzvahs, so l'chayra, even though his minion in school starts at 8.30, he would not be able to eat breakfast until after minion. 
And that's the halacha. And if a child is able to handle it, that's the best thing to do. However, many children uh, will, will have a hard time davening at 8.30 in school due to the fact that they're starving, they're hungry, and they, need, they didn't eat breakfast yet. They're not going to eat breakfast until 9.15, 9.30. And let's say school doesn't have a good breakfast. That will be another consideration. So some of the places, this is quoted in Sefer Tefillah Kehilchasa, or some of Zaman Rebach said it regarding girls, but it's quoted uh, in other Sfarim as well. This would apply to boys, boys school uh uh, the same that since for them they would not be able to have kavana by davening and to tell the daven it's not a good idea for a 13 year old boy to spend an entire year his whole 8th grade year or ninth grade whatever age he is to daven b'yechidah so you want him to daven in school where there's hadracha learning how to daven that's that's uh, a serious moment in his chinuch and therefore it's better for him to eat earlier in the, in, 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 before before he goes to school than to wait until 9.15 he's going to be looking at the clock looking at the the clock the entire time, that would be better. Additionally, some of the children have, have the status of that they're eating the refua. If they would not eat breakfast in the morning, it would throw off their entire day, and they would run into problems with their appetite, with their food intake, sugar levels, and therefore the Pisces say like this. It depends on the child. If a child is able to hack it, they have no problem waiting until yeshiva or school breakfast, whenever that is, then that's the way they should act. However, if a child needs to eat in the morning, so to give up yeshiva davening is not so simple. It's probably not a good idea for them to daven b'yechidus. And therefore, if if a rav sees that this this child really needs it, then it will be wise for a parent to encourage their children to eat before davening, even though technically you're not supposed to eat before davening, it will be wise for them to eat before davening. However, in this case, and the truth is, in any time a person is eating before davening, the, the mishabur says that at the very least they should say a tefillah, a tefillah katsara, and the best thing would be to, to say kriyashma, to say kriyashma at least with the first parasha. Why? Because the Gemara says this person daven before before they were makabel omach hashemayim. So be makabel omach hashemayim. Does that work that, that allows a person to go now and get a bagel after saying kriyashma? No, because it's not so clear that this is what the Pisces were, were describing. However, in cases of Bidiev, where we're telling a person that's mutter, you're a chayla, you're a child, in this case, it's better to first say Kriyashma, and at least just say the first parsha of Kriyashma, and then eat, and then eat how the Rav told you to eat. It's mutter for you to eat because of your chayla, because you need to focus in school. But at the very least, say the first parsha of Kriyashma, and that way you you accustom yourself to actually fo- actually following the halacha, that I'm not just eating first, I'm eating only after I recite the, the Kriyashma, and then I eat because that's what my Rav told me to do based on chayla slash uh, focusing in school. That would be the way uh, many Rabbanim would pass it.